Hey everyone, welcome to Mom's Plane, an unfiltered, no bullshit conversation about motherhood. This podcast is a space to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and dive into conversations that all moms think about, but no moms talk about. Let's, Let's go. do it. Oh. <laughs> okay, but seriously. Let's do Let's this. Go. <laughs> hey guys. Hi. We're so excited to be here recording our very first episode of the Mom's Plane podcast. This is insanity. You have no idea how hard this was for us to start. <laughs> like, I'm literally, I'm 10 years older. Yeah, it, it is hard. So props to anybody who starts a podcast, because this shit is not easy. Um, so, I just want to say this sounds really cool. Yeah, okay, so, I mean, if you guys, obviously you're not in our closet right now, so you can't see us, but um, we tried to put two microphones together, we can't, so we're just recording with one, and only one person can be really super official with their headphones, and it's not me, it's Jordan, and she feels really official. But I just want to, like, paint a picture for you really quick as to what it looks like for us to I'll take a picture, and we can post it on our Instagram. Because we currently have the computer on (laughs) on a laundry hamper and the microphone sitting on a basket we're sitting on the floor in the midst of my dirty laundry so um yeah talk about relatable yeah seriously oh i just forgot that we were recording there but whatever (laughs) um okay so let's just jump right into it i think all right yeah so we're gonna do some introductions because you guys know jordan a lot of you will know jordan if you don't know me um I mean, you can follow my TikTok. <laughs> Shameless self And, I mean, uh, you can follow my, like, 600 followers on Instagram. And I think I have 6,000 followers on TikTok, but I don't have any sort of, like, streamlining content. So, we're working on that. We're working on that. Anyways, okay, so we're going to try and keep each other on on topic right, here. Thank so you. we should Okay, so let's start with introductions. Or, like, no, actually, what we were going to do is we were going to introduce me first mm-hmm. um and kind of my background well actually no before we do that okay, this is how it's rewind. gonna be uh well let's just talk about our dynamic a little bit because okay. some people who don't follow me on tiktok might not know who we are and like why we're doing this podcast together if you haven't already picked up on that <laughs> so julia and i are sisters we are we're born nine years apart which not a lot of people know because our dynamic is so like we're similar like, yeah <laughs> um so we're, we're born nine years apart she's my older sister she's nine years older than me how old are you, Julia? I am 34. <laughs> I will be 35 this year. And I am 25. So, um, yeah, we're, we're sisters. Uh, we kind of have, we have not always been close, but like recently, uh, we she used to steal my clothes and I hated her, but <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah. Now. So, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about our pregnancies, but, um, we were pregnant together. We got pregnant. Actually, we got pregnant very close together early on and we both had a miscarriage like within a month of each other. Yeah. Um, and then got pregnant together, together again, mm-hmm. um, and had our babies 32 hours apart. So yeah. If we weren't close before. Well, fuck yeah. And we, it's funny because we actually have a um, older sister who we are very, very close with. But sometimes I think I feel bad that we don't include her in as mm-hmm. much. So, Chantel, I love you dearly. You are We know you're listening. Literally, because you, you support <laughs> us. And I know that you love us very much. So, we very much love you. And I'm sorry that you didn't have a baby when we did. <laughs> so, okay. So, we're going to start with Julia because her story is like a little bit longer than mine. She's been a mom 
a lot longer than I have. So she's just going to dive into her uh, her story and her journey to becoming a mom. Um, you have two separate stories, so yeah. make it snappy. So, and Jordan's just going to, she's going to keep me on track. She'll ask, try to ask me questions to maybe bring up all of the relevant information. So yeah, I um, I got pregnant when I was 20 years old. I was dating a gentleman in uh, downtown Toronto, Ontario, Canada, <laughs> for those who aren't Canadian. And... Um, yeah, so I um, that relationship ended very abruptly around five months of my pre- uh, the fifth month of my pregnancy, I should say. Um, Cole was born on my birthday. That's my son's uh, November nineteenth. I won't tell you the year. Two thousand and eight. Well, you don't want me singing. Two thousand and eight. Two thousand and eight. So yeah, we actually. Uh, it's funny. I've actually not really thought too much on how I was going to approach that dynamic in that relationship. I, uh, Needless to say, it's very, very complicated. It still is very, very complicated. Co-parenting is hard. It's hard. Oh, exactly. That's (laughs) exactly what it is. Um, But he is a fantastic dad to Cole. Cole loves his dad. Um, He has a very, very, very amazing stepmother. Um, And they have two children uh, separately. Like, Cole has two younger brothers. Um, We won't, obviously, say names or anything, but uh, they're very nice people. So anyway, uh, yeah, so I had Cole, I was a single parent, um, and I was a very, very single person for a very, very long time. Jordan was really young at this time. She was only 13. I have, like, vivid memories, like, some memories stick out more, and then some I'm like, I could not tell you what you were doing. You know what I mean? Like, I, because I was, I was not, like, I was so young. I was in, like, middle school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be, like, my son having a... I don't know, whatever the equivalent to that is. But yeah, his memory obviously isn't going to be like mine when I was 21 and I had um, my son. So I dated a few gentlemen. Um, I've, I'm giggling because this is just, <laughs> There's so for many. all of our family listening, you're going to giggle along You're going to giggle as well. Um, Julia had boyfriends. Uh, I made mistakes as a single mom and uh, I am not as shy. Yeah, I am not shy to admit it. Um, I've reconciled with those feelings. Um, my son has reconciled with those feelings. I've had him in therapy for a long time. And yeah, I've obviously been in therapy. Uh, so I met my husband when I was 26. Can we just like do a little tip? bit of information about how you met your husband because I think it's uh, a great story. Uh, 100%. Oh, <laughs> that, great that is story. a notable story. So just as the side note about how Julia met her husband because it's great. So, um, make it short. 2013, 14, 2014, I had just competed in my first bikini competition. So like, just to like paint a picture for you, I was feeling myself. <laughs> like I felt good about she did. myself. She looks great. And I was basically going out to suntan in the back deck, um, every single day. And conveniently there were, my parents had hired this team of landscapers to come and do the front and the backyard. Um, so yeah, my like, you know, squatty little body was like, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I was like, you know, going outside, uh, every single day to tan and my, uh, this gentleman by the name of Brandon, uh, he took interest in me. He was my parents' landscaper, basically. Like, I married the pool boy. That's, like, the long story that short. That was perfect. And it, my parents basically hired this guy to Like, my, my dad, in husband. his wedding speech, was like, I spent $35,000 to make sure Julia, like, married somebody. And the funny part is, is that my dad met Brandon before I met him. I was actually dating somebody at, when I was when I met Brandon. Sorry, Kevin. Um, so when we met, we... Uh, we, I was going to say, did I won't even, we won't get into specifics, but, um, 
can't remember what I was going with that. This is this is just how it's going to be. Uh, but, so you were dating somebody at the time. Dad met Brandon Oh, right. First. Dad met Brandon, and Dad didn't like Kevin, and so I shouldn't even say his name. Shmevin. <laughs> um, Dad didn't like this guy, and he was like, I have to interview all of your boyfriends before. And so he's like, I met this really nice guy. He's a landscaper. I'm pretty sure he has, like, two or three kids, and he's probably divorced because he's single. So, like, that's a good one. And I'm like... Ah, no way. No, like, no, thank you. So it wasn't, Brandon didn't have kids. It was just his nieces and nephews that my dad assumed were his kids, and he was not married. So anyway, my dad very much approved of Brandon before I even met him, and they, like, on, they, like, kind of hooked up. They essentially hired him to become your husband. Right, exactly. So that's, okay, that's so you, the story. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you met your on. husband because he was mom and dad's landscaper. Right. Um, where did it go from there? So we got engaged four months after we were, we met, essentially. Until we officially started dating in, like, September. We got engaged in December, and then we were married in um, October of 2015. 10-10-15. And we, because we met really, really quick, or met and got married really, really quickly, um, there were a lot of things that, you know, you should talk about with your Mm -hmm. husband before you get married that we didn't, um, or, like, communication, or even just getting to know one one another, so there was, like, a blip of communication in regards to, like, when we wanted to start having kids, and in my mind, it was, like, put a ring on my finger and... Put a baby in Put a baby in (laughs) And that's not how it happened, nor was it the way he wanted it to happen, so, um... We had a little bit of, like, a, a rough first year, uh, and there was a lot of mental health issues. We're going to definitely do an episode we'll dive, on that. We will definitely dive into that, because that's a good one. Um, but, yeah, so basically, after, you know, we had reconciled our marriage and we had gotten to a stable place, we were like, let's start having a baby. And because I got pregnant with Cole so easily, um, I was like, well, I can probably get pregnant real fucking quick. Even though I was told I couldn't have, you know, I was I was going to have a hard time having babies. But in my head, I was like, no, it'll happen really, really, really fast fast and it didn't um two or three years later we basically were like okay we need to go to a fertility specialist or at least bring it up to my gp and we did um and yeah so you 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 met you so you had that early miscarriage right after right okay yeah so 2020 we i got pregnant naturally so at sorry at that point um we had seen a fertility specialist we had already done two rounds of iui so that's interuterine insemination and we were about to start a third and we got pregnant naturally so we were like oh sweet that's perfect and then at about eight weeks um, I went, I had... So we're just going to put a little of, bit of a trigger warning in here for you. anybody who is triggered by miscarriage and that kind of loss, talk. She's going to talk a little blood. bit about her, her loss very quickly. Um, but yeah, if you don't want to listen, you can just skip ahead. So yeah, I woke up and I had uh, a lot of bleeding. I went to the hospital. They told me that there was a healthy heartbeat, um, but there was like a 50-50 chance of me having a miscarriage. So I left the, the hospital that day. And as soon as I got out of the truck, when I got home... I felt this, like, enormous amount of fluid leaving my body, and I went to the toilet, and there was actually some sort of, like, tissue there. So, um, I went back to the hospital the next day, and they had confirmed that it was a miscarriage. So, I, I had thought I had a miscarriage a couple years before that, and, but I didn't know for sure. Like, it was so, so early, it would have Mm -hmm. been almost a chemical pregnancy. So, but this one was, like, it had been years and years and years of, of infertility, and then, bam, we got pregnant, and, 
then bam, we lost it. I remember that morning like so vividly because you called me at like 5 a.m. And I mean, Julia's not Salty. a morning person. So <laughs> that was a first, that was abnormal. Yes. Uh, called me and just sobbing and I couldn't even get out of her. What was the problem? All I heard was bleeding and I just kind of knew my, my heart just sunk. So yeah, that was uh, not fun. Not fun. No, that was really a really hard time for you. No, but in, but you know what? It almost, if anything, I heard a quote year, or not years, it was like um, after Valley was born and it said, um, if you ever experienced a miscarriage and a, then a healthy pregnancy, like kind of um, uh, back to back or within like a short period of short time, period of time mm-hmm. um, you have to understand that you couldn't have both babies mm-hmm. and I couldn't imagine life without Valley, and I that doesn't mean that I don't love this other little bean any less. It just me- meant that that wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and we named the baby. Uh, I did actually, and my actually no, I think Brandon's Brandon fully got accepted really attached it. to that name. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we we have a tattoo on our arms uh, in memory of of our baby Lily. We always wanted our Lily first. Lily Broobs. We talked about Lily Broobs for like... All the time. Yeah. Years. There was just a little tidbit of information. Like years before either of us decided we were going to have babies, we were sitting at Dairy Queen one day, <laughs> the four of us, and we made a pact. We need to go back there and take right? a picture. <laughs> we made a pact that we were going to like have kids together, which was hilarious that yes. it ended up that way. And Julia and Brennan were going to have a little Lily Broobs. So. So and we, we had already, already had her future planned out. We were going to mm-hmm. be yelling on the stands... In the arena, because she's going to be a hockey player. Lily Broops! Lily Broops! <laughs> Anyways, okay, anyway, so... now it's Valley Broops. <laughs> so you... Then you, you had your miscarriage. Um, where did it go from there? So yeah, then two or three months later... Actually, it's funny. Both times I got pregnant naturally. My doctor, when we had talked, we were like, okay, tell me when your period comes and um, we'll start the IUI. And then I called her. Or and then she goes, but I have a feeling you're going to get pregnant. So she did that a second time. And that was in September. So she's like, call me with your day one and we'll start your protocol. Um, and then, so she goes, but I really have this, I really have this feeling you're going to get pregnant. So just call me if you have your day one, but if not, then we'll see you for your follow-up for your ultrasound. So then, um, yeah, I, Jordan, actually, it's funny that we should do this a little bit backwards, but Jordan, after her miscarriages, she'll get into that later. She was so scared to tell me both times, three times that she got pregnant. Well, I just know how hard it is as somebody who had a little bit of infertility and then yeah. and then two back-to-back miscarriages. I know how hard it is to hear that someone else is pregnant. So yeah. I just... I, and did you show up at the house or were you like... No. Uh, so... Or did you call me that time? No. Or would you take a picture? The first time... <laughs> I, the I think one. I FaceTimed you. Oh, the, the, the one where I got pregnant with Emery? Yeah. Was I sent you a picture of my test. I was like, do you see a second line? Right. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. And then you called me or I called you where we were on the phone. And I remember this so vividly. I was, it was a Saturday morning and you called me and you're like, and I was just telling you my symptoms, which weren't really existing at all. Like mm-hmm. when I got pregnant, I don't get PMS or pregnancy symptoms, like right at the earliest moment. So she's like, just take a pregnancy test. Like there's, what's the harm? It's negative. Just take a fucking pregnancy test. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking a pregnancy test. I'm not doing it. I will not do it. I said, but wouldn't it be hilarious? Cause I knew our cycles with, were within like They're all, we three or four our, days. We always say our Bluetooth is on cause yeah. our cycles are always together. Our Bluetooth was definitely connected at the time. So we had, you know, two or three days, our cycles were kind of offset by that. So I said, if we got pregnant now, 
we would legitimately have babies around the same time and we were like, ha, oh, not happening. And then my husband chirped from the background. He was like, you have to have sex to get pregnant. We only had sex one time that month. And of nice. all the years of infertility, we only had sex one time and my husband is eating his words. Because I'm like, well, now, anyway, whatever. So, yeah. Um, so, it wasn't until, so my husband's birthday, that was the 30th and then the 31st of October was the Sunday and then, sorry, that was backwards. Because I found out on the 31st. Right. And then, so the first was the Sunday, mm-hmm. and then this, the Monday was the second. So my husband's birthday is November 1st. And um, so on the second, I went to work, and I was just like, I really should be feeling PMS symptoms. Like, I was looking at my 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 app, my period app, and it was like, I'm on day 29 or 30, 30 and I literally have like 28 days to the moment. And yeah, I was just like, okay, I have to take a pregnancy test. So I did that night. And it was such a faint line. It was so little, but I saw it. It was a squinter. It was a squinter. And I opened my Instagram app to figure it out. If you know, you know, Ashley. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and it was positive. And then I gave it to him for his birthday because I didn't get him anything for his birthday. (laughs) And I mean, luckily that one stuck. And we have Valley. So, yeah, I mean, my, my, my pregnancy was absolutely terrible, but we'll get into that one. Yeah, as well. I was going to say, and Valley was born on the... She July was born s- on July 7th, yeah. okay. 2021. So, that is my story. Then, so it that only just took 16 minutes. That's not bad. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. So, that's just, that's your journey to getting pregnant. We're going to dive into, like, the, the like, pregnancy pro- part probably later on. I think separately. That's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. like, I mean, up until this point, it's been nine months. So, Jordan... You're up. Yeah, so uh, this might be a repeat for a lot of my followers. So if, if you're not here from my TikTok or Instagram, I do have a... I'm just going to do a little shameless self-promo. I do have a TikTok and Instagram that I've kind of... Um, I started like with my TTC journey and my trying to conceive journey and my, and my oh, miscarriages. Right, viral video. Yeah, so I got a couple viral videos. Uh, and that's kind of what started this journey on normalizing the idea behind infertility and miscarriage. Because when I had my miscarriages, I just felt like the only other person I know that's ever had one was my sister. And I just felt like it wasn't talked about enough. So you can follow my TikTok, which is Jordan Haas, J-O-R-D-A-N-H-A-A-S-E. Um, and my Instagram is linked there too. So if you're coming from there, this is going to be a repeat. Um, I'm going to try and add in some details maybe that you... I haven't heard. Make it a little juicy. But uh, if you're not, uh, you can head over there. And then, I mean, this is my journey. So um, we got married. So I guess I should say how I met my husband. Funny. (laughs) Me and my husband met on Tinder. Uh, funny story. (laughs) Not as funny as Julia's, Wait, can we just, like, can I interrupt and and mention that if none of you know this already, a lot of you do, but there's three sisters previously mentioned. Three Dixons, three Dixon girls, and we're all married to Brandon. So when we say Brandon and you're like, which one? So... We will say Julia's Brandon or Jordan's Brandon. So it's clear. But yeah, that's a funny tidbit of information. So, um, yeah. So back in 2000, I guess me and my husband started talking in like 2013. 14. Like, really? I was still in high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course so, you were. Uh, course so, you funny were. thing. So, I downloaded Tinder in high school. I don't recommend. Um, my friend went on my phone one day. I just want to side note, this is the difference in our age, even now. Well, starting. I want to do a whole episode because on millennial is, versus Gen Z. Right, because of how different we met our spouse. Yeah. Anyway, so, 
I was in high school, my friend took my phone, sent my phone number to like a 10, 20 people on my like Tinder matches, and Brennan was literally the only person who texted me. So we texted back and forth for over two years, and he would kind of like fall off the face of the planet. He was in university and he was playing football, so he had girls chasing him left, right, and center. That, I, those are his words. I, I also want to pause this for a second, and I just want to like paint a little other picture for you. Side note, uh, Jordan and her friends used to have a whiteboard of like... <laughs> What were they kills? They call it, you called them? Yeah, like I had a list of hockey hockey teams yeah. and how many of people on the hockey teams I've hooked up with. That's just, I had a pass. <laughs> I have a pass it's too. Fine. Trust me, mine is a very colorful pass. I really pass. enjoyed hockey players, and I'll admit but that. But I just feel like that needed to be mentioned because yeah. it was a very short period of time from when you were in high school and you I had were a like serious counting boyfriend. your kills. I, yeah, I had a serious boyfriend from grade 9 till 11. So yeah. like when I broke up, when we broke up in grade 11, hey Colton, if you're listening. <laughs> um, when we broke up, I was like, I just need to get it all off my chest. So anyways. Back to um, <laughs> my husband, me and my husband meeting. So we talked on and off for like over two years. Like I said, he was in university playing football. So he just like, I don't know, didn't have any interest in like having a serious girlfriend. At least I don't think. Um, I feel though like Brandon's the type of guy who as much as he liked to be. Absolutely. But he was a, like so he, cool because I'm a football player. He like really yearned for that. Oh, like yeah. special lady. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that. Um, so, yeah, we on and off talked for a while. I graduated high school in 2014. And so my family is from Prince Edward Island. So I would spend the summers there working. Um, so that's what I did. Just like every other summer, <laughs> like I went, um, graduated high school. The day after my prom, I left for PEI. And over that summer, Brennan and I talked all the time. We talked like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and fun fact, we actually started dating or like... I don't know, made our relationship official, um, before we had even met each other. Um, we, we, yeah, well, that's crazy. I was in a different province than him completely. So, and uh, I had no idea that she was dating quote unquote yeah. air quotes that a Brandon and I didn't even think about me dating. I don't know why we didn't connect the dots there. Well, I actually broke up with a guy in grade eight, <laughs> uh, because his name was Brandon and my sister was dating a Brandon, I'm like, I could never date a guy with the same name as my sister. And Here then we are all. Mary Moon. So, yeah. Um, we, so, <laughs> I lied to my parents, sorry, mom and dad, and told <laughs> them that I needed to fly home early because I had some, I was starting college. Oh, right, and, and I, came to yeah, and I told them I needed to uh, have, like, an orientation or something, and I, and really, it was because I wanted to meet Brandon. So, I could have been murdered, for sure. Um, <laughs> no, so, I was there. Not really, no, because oh, right, that, you so left. I flew I left. into Toronto, yeah. and he picked me up from the airport and took me oh. back to his football house. Oh, and then I picked you up from Toronto. He picked me up, like, the next day. So I literally oh, could shit. have been murdered. Yeah, I was so, an irresponsible big sister. So yeah, I lied to my parents, told them I needed to go to college. <laughs> they sent me home on a plane. Brennan picked me up from the airport. That's the first time we ever met in the airport arrival section of Oh, that's so Pearson. cute. So yeah. Um, we also got engaged really quickly. Uh, yes, very fast like, to the point where... My mom. My mom disapproved. Fully okay, objected. But, yeah, absolutely. And she has gone back on it and told me now that she doesn't apologize for what, like, the way she handled it because I was young. I understand that. Um, but she definitely approves of him now. So. But I also think that was coming from a place of... No, as a mom, she, I can 100% understand where she's coming from. Well, that and my mom and dad got engaged very, very, very quickly. It was, like, probably yeah. the same time mm-hmm. frame. It was six weeks, and then... Um, they were married within eight months of that, and my mom was, like, five months pregnant when she had... Very when, quickly. 
Yeah, so they got, the man got pregnant and got married really, really fast. And I think she was just a little scared that Jordan wasn't going to have the same opportunities that she worked so hard her entire yeah. life mm-hmm. to give us because like she I was said, getting... As a, my mom's probably listening to this, so mom, as a mom, I can 100% see where you were coming from in that situation, and I hold no harsh feelings because <laughs> I get it. Love um, you. So we were engaged really quickly. It was about six weeks. I was still in college. Brandon... Uh, had at this point dropped out of university. Uh, he quit the football team, dropped out of university, and it was because of me. He well didn't admit that until later on, but it was. So I can see where mom was coming from. So anyways, yeah. we had a really long engagement. We were engaged for about three years. Um, and then finally, on May 19th, 2018, Brandon and I got married. After um, a very stressful three fucking days of her yeah, wanting to make sure that literally every, like, flower... My sister and I were walking around the um, table settings trying to figure out what it was that she was trying... Because you didn't even know what you wanted. You were like, it just needs to be perfect! And, and I'm like, that's, okay, but that's I my personality summed up. 100%. Right? So it's very interesting owning a business with her. Yeah. So, yeah, we were married... Um, and we kind of, like, didn't, again, like, Julia and Brandon, we never really talked about, like, when we wanted to start having kids. I was still, like, I had just graduated. High school. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was still in college when we got married. Yeah. Um, so I had, a, like, a year of, to finish or something like that. I don't even remember. It's all kind of blurry to me. But anyways, I was still I finishing school, and so we're like, no, we're gonna wait. Um, which is, I'm very surprised, because when Jordan... I've wanted to be a mom my whole life. In her entire life. When she was little, she used to want to be a doctor that taught. Like, she wanted to be a teaching doctor with a boat and a baby. I told my mom that when I was, I was gonna have a kid when I was 15. And, and my asked, mom was, like, my mom wasn't scared that I was gonna get pregnant early. She was scared that Jordan was gonna get pregnant yeah. early. And funny, it happened the other way. But I, I also told my mom that I was going to use a man when I was 15 to have a baby, and I didn't have to stay with him. Well, so I mean, you kind of did. We're glad that I, we're glad that I didn't do that. Um, so yeah, we decided we waited. We waited about like two years. Two years. That's yeah. it. A year. 2018, 2009. No, oh, I guess maybe. Yeah. Wow, I thought it was like four. So then in we my kind head. of tried. So I, I say I had a year of infertility, um, but I, like. It could have very well just been me not tracking my cycle properly, um, because I, for a year we didn't get pregnant, and um, I finally said to my doctor, you know what, like what's going on, um, and she was like, okay, well we'll look into it, like let's, like, whatever, do some blood work and whatnot, uh, and then literally a month later I got a positive pregnancy test in twenty June of 2020, I think it was. I have to look back on my app. But anyways, I got a positive pregnancy well, no, so test. Y- it was, yeah, I got pregnant in May and had a miscarriage. So and then June. within a week, within two weeks, you got pregnant. Yeah, because I had a miscarriage June 12th. So within right, like so a week of that, June. you okay, found yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and so this with this pregnancy, with this pregnancy, it was a chemical pregnancy, I'm, I'm assuming. We haven't really like, I don't really know. Um, so I found out, like it was almost exactly two weeks after like ovulation typical I was like 10 DPO 10 days past ovulation got a positive pregnancy test I did like a line progression I was taking tests every day like a psycho (laughs) like watching my lines progress and then I stopped for four or five days and then one randomly one morning I woke up and I was like I'm gonna take a test (laughs) so I did and my line was significantly darker than it was five days ago and because I was part of this like TTC community mostly like on YouTube and things I was watching a ton of videos I knew that that wasn't a good sign so I called my doctor I was very emotional at this time um because I kind of knew what was happening and so they were like let's get you in for some blood work we did 
my blood work came back at 25, um, which at that point... How many weeks would you have been then at that point? Like five. So that's low. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my doctor was like, it doesn't necessarily matter what the number is as long as it's doubling. So that could have just been like a late... You could have been implanted late or whatever. So then I got my hopes up a little bit and I went in for blood work two days later and it was down to like a zero at that point already. It was down low. Um... That was your second one? That was my first miscarriage. Oh, right. Okay. So, uh, my doctor just basically explained that I can start trying right away, um, that I didn't have to wait, and she just kind of just said, track your cycle, and, and then call me the next time you get a positive test, and we'll send you in for blood work right away. So, the the month, the, like, next month exactly, I uh, did the same thing, got a positive pregnancy test, and then uh, without doing line progressions, I didn't want to stress myself out. I just went in for blood work right away. Again, I got a positive test this time at, like, 8 DPO, so it was really early, like, yeah. eight days past ovulation. Um, so I went in for blood work, I got my blood work back, and it was at a 9, so it was even lower than it was the first time. And then, obviously, it didn't double from there, and I had a chemical pregnancy or a early miscarriage. So... This was your second. That was my second miscarriage, and so they were consecutive back-to-back. And I would say, like, from an uh, uh, outsider's perspective or, like, a third party, her first one was, like... I, it's almost as if you didn't believe it was a pregnancy at the fir- at the beginning. Like, you, all, you had a bad feeling about it from the moment. Yeah. And then yeah. it happened, and you were like, I'm upset. I'm really upset, but I'm, like, not discouraged yet. Right. I was like, okay, like, I can do it again. Like, yeah. we'll do it again. And, I and think everybody this... told me, once you have one miscarriage, it's really unlikely that you're going to have another one. Right. But so... I almost think that that one, if, if anything, was, like, a chemical pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And then, so it wasn't technically considered a miscarriage. And so then your second one. I was but your second one where you're, yeah, you were, I mean, like, quite upset. <laughs> yeah. So my second one was really hard because, um... Yeah, it's the discouragement. It's like, well, now it's happened again. What the hell? Like, what am I going to do so now? So that was, like, like, June and then July, and then you took a couple months off. Yeah, so, like, that's at this point, I started my TikTok. That's kind of what started the whole, like, normalizing the conversation around miscarriage. And um, and then I decided to share my TTC journey and my, my journey with my uh, fertility clinic. So after my second miscarriage, I was in contact with my family doctor, and she recommended me getting some, like, a, what she did recommend originally was a, a multiple loss panel or a mm-hmm. recurrent loss panel, and they had, you have to go to a fertility clinic for that. So she referred me for to a fertility clinic. Oh, right, um, right, yeah. And we started that process. We were in this, we were in the same, like, medical building, but different, different clinics, clinics. which yeah. I hated mine. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah. So we started that process. It was quite long, like, and we couldn't, they recommended us not try during this process because obviously if there was something wrong, we just, it was just going to keep happening. So we waited and waited and waited, went through the whole process. And then essentially for them to only tell me that there was absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah. And Um, that was like within a week of you finding out that you were Yeah. So I got pregnant and then that call happened. So I was, I was already pregnant at the time. So, um, with my pregnancy with, um, with Emery... We found out on October 31st, I got my positive... I'm just distracted by my dogs whining in the background. Um, I got my positive pregnancy test October 31st. I um, sent Julia a picture of it, and I said, do you see a line? And she was like, absolutely. I sent it to my mother-in-law. She was like, yep, I see it. Um, and then I was... Right away, I called my fertility clinic, which... Because I wasn't in contact with my family doctor at that point, so they had me in for blood work. Um, and I... My blood work came back at, like, a hundred and... 
I don't Your even numbers remember. were like really. They were really, really good. high, higher so than good. I've ever seen before. I and they it, like tripled. They went really, really good. Yeah. So I, my first blood work came back really high, and that was promising for yeah. me. I was excited. Actually, um, we got our blood work done the exact same time. Remember, we went together, and then we went yeah. to Starbucks after, and yeah. then I threw up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a common thread in my pregnancy. Yeah. So we, yeah, our both of our blood works did really well. Yours was lower to start. Mine was but. lower, and of course, that gave me like massive anxiety. Because anyone who's listening to this, I feel like you have been coming from that TTC community, um, and if you haven't, bless you. But um, it, pregnancy after loss is a special kind it's of torture. Gonna, it's going to be a whole episode on in itself. Oh, for because. sure. And so that and uh, and it's great in a way that, I mean, obviously in a lot of different ways that we got pregnant together because, and it's also been a bad thing that we got pregnant together because we were comparing our symptoms all the time. All the time. Like, the what time. was your number? What's your symptom? What happened this? What happened yeah. there? And it's like that, and it's completely irrelevant. Even though we are biologically related, our pregnancies are going to be two different pregnancies. And that they were. Like, mine was totally. terrible. <laughs> Jordan's was, like, completely tolerable, so... Yeah. So, um, like I said, I had my positive test and then about a week later I had my like follow up, um, appointment with the fertility doctor who at that point told me that there was absolutely nothing wrong and that nothing looked bad. So I, at that point had done a little bit more research and I knew a little bit about, um, pregnancy loss and things to prevent it. So I asked to be put on progesterone. Um, I had to fight the clinic, like tooth and nail. I sent probably like 10 or 15 emails back and forth, basically begging them to put me on progesterone. Finally, they gave in and I was put on progesterone and I did that from about five weeks until I was 12 weeks. Um, and I was put on a low dose of baby aspirin. So I don't know if those had an effect on my pregnancy at all. I did recently though, this is kind of interesting, um, see a TikTok from a, uh, like a fertility specialist. She's not, she's like an OBGYN, but also like Mm -hmm. naturopath. Anyway, she has a lot of qualifications. She says that testing on day 21 isn't necessarily accurate unless you have a regular 14 day. Right. Because it's, you'd have to have. Right. So when they test on my day 21, that's not my progesterone could have very well been low. Oh, for sure. And they just didn't test at the right time. Yeah. Well, and that's the problem I think with the, the whole TTC, not, I wouldn't say community, but like, concept like when you're a female and you're wanting something how do I put this well it's kind of a blanket for everybody when everybody's different right there's like well you test on day day three and day or day three or day one and day 21 right but everybody's day one is day one but everybody's day 21 is different right so you're not gonna it's not gonna be accurate for every single person yeah and I feel like if they didn't give you a like logical medical reasoning why you shouldn't be put on progesterone why wouldn't they just have put you on progesterone I don't know because I mean from the research that I've done about it it only can help. It, it will not, too much well, progesterone my, will not hinder or like harm a pregnancy and not enough will. So why wouldn't you just safely say someone who has previously, just, you know. It was just one of the issues I had with that. Yeah. Clinic, and so. that's another thing like with testing early and stuff too. So with my clinic, when I got pregnant, I found out at like, it was like three weeks and five days. I think like that's technically like the gestational age of when I found out. And so they wanted to, they did a the same like 24 hour, 48 hour uh, blood draws just to make sure that the HCG levels and my progesterone levels were doubling and, and staying high, high enough. Um, and then they wanted me in for a six week ultrasound. So then I had a six, an eight, a 10, and then a 12, I think, 
Um, but I was talking to my midwife clinic, midwife's clinic, and she always, she got so upset at the fact that they do an ultrasound so early because really there's absolutely no intervention that can be done. Um, the only reason why you would get an ultrasound done that at that moment or at that time would be for peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get that for a lot of women. That's great. And that's awesome. But for me, I almost have like a slight PTSD when it comes to ultrasounds because I had my ultrasound in the hospital with my first miscarriage and then I miscarried after that and in my head those two were connected mm -hmm. so I had thought an ultrasound was going to cause a miscarriage so but we're going off on a tangent right <laughs> anyway that's um, a whole other topic Thank yeah you. so I was talking about my, <laughs> my I want to continue my story do we need to continue your like well, no, basically, I just want to say how my levels rose, like, perfectly, they, like, very quickly doubled, yeah. um, very quickly went up, um, and then, I mean, yeah, we, we'll go into, like, our labor and birth stories probably in a separate oh, yeah, episode. Sure. We can even um, do, like, one or one of each. Yeah, exactly. So, my, my Emery was born July 5th, um, 32 like hours. 10, what was it? 10.57 p.m. Yeah, and then mine, and then em Valley. Emery. I always call a Valley Emery. Valley was born at exactly 6.30 a.m. on the 7th. So. 32 hours apart. 32 hours apart, yeah. And they're, I mean, they hate each other right now, I think, because, like, this morning, I don't know if anyone, well, some of you will have been on our TikTok earlier, but live, um, <laughs> Emery, or Valley kind of, like, nudged Emery, and then Emery looked at her and just shoved her, and I'm like, oh, here it begins. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, we're excited for them to grow up, like, so close together. Yeah, I'm like, my best friend... And my other best friend. I was going to say, I, are you talking about me? <laughs> no, because you were not alive when I was two. But, like, we hated each other. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a natural Yeah, thing. like, my, mo my mom and her mom were best friends, and they sometimes had to, like, carry, each, like, one of us, either of us, out of each other's houses, kicking and screaming and pulling hair because we were physically fighting. And now we're best friends, and we've been lifelong friends. So that's, so. that's the goal for the girls. We want yes. them to be best friends. They're going to hate each other, but, you know. So yeah, that oh, is um, wow. whew, we that did is it. the first episode wrapped. So I think we didn't talk about how we were going to end these episodes, but in my mind, I want to end it with um, when we post these, uh, we're ha we'll have um, like you can comment on the mm -hmm. like on the podcast, whatever you, wherever you listen to it. But we want to know what your topics are, like that you want to hear us talk about. Because I mean, this was very PG. <laughs> And it will get we worse. We are ready from here. to don't go rated R people. Yes. Rated so R. I mean, like we're well, I'm willing to talk about all the things that people don't want to talk about. Um, and I've always yeah. been like that. I've always kind of been an open book, so I'm not it's afraid insane. to talk about uh, that. Is yeah, it's like I'm an insecurity of mine, but yeah, I am also the exact same. Way. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is this is the end. Comment. Like Julia said, comment um, what you want to hear from us. Send me a message on Instagram. Comment on my TikTok. Click that subscribe button. Please. Please. I'm, I'm going to beg you. Because <laughs> uh, it really does help us out. If you like leave a review, subscribe to our podcast. Um, it shows that you're interested in us and then they push us out more. So, uh, yeah. I'm so wow. We're going to press stop now, but we can't wait to talk to you guys again. And I mean, by talk and to we're gonna you, have, talk like, we're going to have guests. We're going to have, this is going to be so good, guys. I we have so many guests. We already have them lined up already. So, like yeah. doctors, specialists, like sex specialists. Good shit. Yeah. It's going to be good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.